0: Welcome to a bonus episode of Idle Talk this week. Something interesting just happened in the NFL, and I knew, and I said before that I wasn't, I wasn't gonna cover NFL stuff or sports stuff in general because that's not the direction I wanted to take the podcast. But this, this is uh, a little bit different. So let's just start, let's start spilling the tea today, February first at four sixteen p.m. Really, really, Adam Schefter, you couldn't wait four more minutes. But it broke that former Miami head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL, the Giants, and the Dolphins, and the Broncos for alleged racism in hiring. And he includes texts from Patriots head coach Bill Belichick in the suit as evidence lawsuit filed in Manhattan federal court seeking unspecified damages from the NFL. The lawsuit was put in place today saying that the NFL is racist. I just saw a tweet and it said that Brian Flores may have kaepernick himself. And what that means is that Calvin kaepernick sued the nfl and he won and he was paid an undisclosed amount of money so if he but he still does he still he still doesn't have a job in the nfl right and it's and it's been it's been too long it's been like five years six years so you know and that we're now we're kind of getting to the to the age range where you're like dude you you haven't played for like four or five six years no one's gonna hire you and within reason because you know the quarterbacks that come in the draft every year and you know the people that become available so now it's now it's like hey we already gave you your money don't expect a job <laughs> don't expect the job ever again so that's what we got with Colin Kaepernick and I think we might head in that same direction with Brian Flores he might have to get a good payday and then he'll never ever work in NFL again he puts out a thread let me zoom in he t- he's texting prestigious coach Bill Belichick so it says uh, Bill Belichick texts him it says, sounds like you've landed. Congrats. Did you hear something I didn't hear? And he said, "Giants?" Question mark. Question mark. Exclamation point. He's like, "I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it." And Bill Belichick replies, "Got it. I hear from Buffalo and NYG that you that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it." And Brian Flores uh, responds with, uh, "That's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you." And then a few minutes pass. He's like, "Coach, are you are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian DeBolt? Just making sure." And then the looks like a day passes, and Bill Belichick replies. I, uh, she says, sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they're naming the bolt. Sorry to hear about that, BB. And he says, thanks, Bill. Uh, the the craziest part is that Bill Belichick still puts like he still like signs off text messages. He's like BB. So after that information pops up, right? It says that on uh, Wednesday, January 26th, Mr. Flores was forced to sit through a dinner with Joe, what's-his-face, the Giants' new general manager. Uh, Knowing that the Giants had already selected the other guy, much worse, on Thursday, he had to give an extensive interview for a job. That he already knew he would not get an interview that was held for no reason other than for the Giants to demonstrate falsely to the league commissioner Roger Goodell and the public at large that it was in compliance with the Rooney rule. It says the Giants would have gotten away with the most indigenous form of discrimination if New England uh, Patriots coach Bill Belichick had not mistakenly disclosed to Flores in the below text. So this is my this is my take on this situation. I was talking to Malik the other day. I was like, oh, why did we hire this guy? Right. And then I was like, I was like, this guy from Buffalo. He's like, what do you mean? Buffalo's a good team. You know, I'm like, yeah, especially if he was offensive coordinator responsible for Josh Allen and his growth and development over there in Buffalo. But before this even broke out, I was like, nah, Giants are racist. I'm like, they would never want a black guy to coach their team. Right. They, not to say that we missed the ball in Dwayne Haskins, but he was a New Jersey kid. He, he, he would have loved to be in new york uh trying to help the giants win but we want daniel jones why because he played at duke okay he had some involvement with the mannings or whatever but and and you know we, we, we we're like whatever that's fine uh you know clearly Dwayne haskins didn't you know pan out to be like a good quarterback and you know he had his stints with his the teams that he did for a short a short period of time but um it just goes to show that like hey we pick, we're picking Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins. Both of them have been unproven. Both of them, I would say, aren't really that good. Uh, I, well, since Daniel Jones is a starter out of the third two teams, I'll put him mid. He's very mid. You know, like, why why didn't we draft Dwayne Haskins, right? Is it more than, you know, might not have panned out to be a successful quarterback, or is it, Or does, like, race get involved, right? It's It's hard to say, and it's hard to, as the outside looking in, to kind of give the benefit of the doubt, especially when majority of the league's owners are white, like it's hard, it's hard to understand that. A little information that's been popping up is that the Giants did interview two other African-American coaches. And it wasn't just a, like, Rooney rule thing that they had to, t- to check off. They're like, nah, that's it. Check, check the box next. Uh, the lawsuit makes a great point as in, like, why conduct a dummy interview? I'm, I'm pretty sure if Flores was given a call, like, hey, we're going to move on. Uh, we're, we found the guy. Uh, we don't want to waste your time. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for giving us your time and your patience. But we're gonna we're gonna pick someone else. So Flores names the Denver Broncos is also conducting their own sham interview. It says then general manager John Elway president and chief executive officer Mr. Elias and others showed up to the interview an hour late. It was obvious they had been drinking heavily the night before again. This this problem could have easily been solved as we have our guy. We have our guy. Well, we're not interested anymore. Sorry for wasting your time. And then I guess even at that moment the, it would be there would be a story, right? They'd be like, okay, yeah, two teams canceling me. It. It's hard not to take it any other because that's what we that's what you know, that's how we have to look at the deeper meaning behind things, even though some things aren't even that deep. Yeah, I mean, this is this is something the NFL needs. I feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had. Um, It's similar to when the Los Angeles Clippers' former owner described like his players in a derogatory term, like basically calling them his property and shit like that. And that conversation got aired out and leaked. But I think... New York, the New York office, you know, the NFL office needs to evaluate and see is it, is the art, is there systematic racism in the NFL? The answer is obviously yes, right? I mean, we could, you know, let's see how they dealt with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, the kneeling on the American flag thing. A lot of, a lot of people kind of still don't have that taste out of their mouth. They're like, nah, I can't, I can't handle the NFL. And frankly, that's why I don't, I don't really watch anymore. It's, it's shit like, the Rams and the Bengals making the playoffs that you would never think would happen. You would never think that um guys like Matt Stafford would be in a Super Bowl the first year after he leaves Detroit. A guy like Joe Burrow, second year in the league, really young, has a Heisman, possibly could win Super Bowl. Like, you know, those as a former as a former player of the sport, those stories feel good. They're like, oh shit, let's go. Like, I can't believe you did that. It's what it's what the SHIELD stands for, right? You know, they'll say that all the time. The SHIELD represents X, Y, and Z. But I think the SHIELD represents uncertainty in are people really going to be represented properly in this organization? In the lawsuit, Flores and the lawyer team or whatever, they bring upon a, a full section about John Cruden. And we remember what happened with him. He was released, you know, after his racist emails and things about. But here's the, and how things came upon. I'm sorry. But here's uh, the little section that they say. This is when the news of Mr. Gruden's racist emails finally surfaced rather than an un- equivocal rebuke and a four termination the Raiders allowed him to graciously resign and claim that it was due to his desire desire to not be a distraction right and I understand that sentiment right it's it's like all right just just resign dude please like get like they'll make us fire you right it's giving them it's giving him the honor to quit and not be shamefully fired and he brings up a great point that he needed to, he was, a, it would have been a four-cost for termination, but why wasn't it, why wasn't it, so to conclude this short episode, I can't wait to see what unfolds, I can't wait to see what the consequences for this is going to be, I can't wait to see what the sum amount of money that is going to be speculated that the NFL is going to pay, because discovery in a court case is the best, because you get to see what, what really happens behind those closed doors, and what happens behind those, uh, behind the scenes moments of, uh, your average NFL day. So, Brian Flores, my best of luck to you. Uh If, if I if I had it my way, you would be coaching the Giants and so whoever this fucking big show looking ass guy is going to do. Again, I have no faith in the Giants simply because of ownership and I think a lot of problems, you know, when it comes to how the, any team represents themselves in the public eye with the on the field and off the field product, I think it stems from the top. And I think that we're going to be chopping off some heads soon. you know, <laughs> symbolically. Uh, I think we're going they're going to pull uh, what they did with the Clippers owner and just force him to sell. And I, and I think uh maybe maybe we get one or two of those in the upcoming uh, months before the season. I think the lawsuit's going to be way settled before the season starts. I think it's in the best interest of the NFL to settle that lawsuit soon rather than later. But thank you guys for listening to the special kind of nerdy little uh Bonus episode of Adult Talk, and yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.